morning. Morning. Okay, this morning we'll be looking at the line in the Lord's Prayer that says, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So if we could begin by praying together. Lord, we are here, here to, to worship, worship you. you. Would you, Would you meet, meet with us through your, your spirit? spirit? Teach us through your word. Show us where we need to change. And give us all we need to serve you in the world. For the glory of your name. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> 
Take good care of you. 
It also says they will hold you up with their hands so that not even your feet will be hurt on the stone. The scripture says, you shall put but the Lord your God to the test. So how did Jesus face the temptation? What did he use to prevent him from sinning? Yeah, he quoted scripture all the time. It is written. So this morning we're thinking about that part of the Lord's Prayer, where he teaches us to pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So what does that mean? The first thing to say is that God does not lead us into temptation. In James 1.13, it says, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. So if God doesn't tempt us, who does? The video of the temptations of Jesus showed us that the devil, who is also known as Satan, is the one who tempted Jesus when he was in the wilderness for 40 days and nights. The devil is the one who also tempts us. He is the enemy of God, and he is also our enemy if we're following Jesus. Although the devil is powerful and cunning, we need to remember that he's only a created being and is not anywhere near as powerful and mighty as our Father God. However, although the devil is much smaller than God, he has a loud voice. With that voice, he tries to stop us from walking on God's good and safe path and gets us to walk on his evil and dangerous path. Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Temptation is one of the ways the devil uses to try and get us to leave God's path for his path. <coughs> However, though temptations can sometimes be hard to deal with, we don't give in to it. We will grow stronger in our Christian character. Jesus didn't give in to the temptations he had thrown at him in the desert, and he can help us if we cry out to him for help. So when we pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, we are asking God to protect us and keep us on his safe path when the devil comes and tempts us. And I'm going to sing, Above All Powers. Thank you, Nancy. It's on television tonight. <coughs> um, hello? Anyone speaking? Good evening, anyone. What a hard day you've had today. Yeah, you're right. It's been a really hard day in all sorts of ways. I know. Poor you. You really deserve a nice evening to relax. You really need to watch that X-rated film you have received on your mobile phone. It's coming up shortly on Channel 5. <laughs> I'm 
I'm only going to watch the news, and, and I have home group tonight. It is so lovely and warm in here, and you're so tired. <coughs> Just put up your feet and relax. Why not bring for a pizza a nice pepperoni one? Spoil yourself a bit. You don't need home group tonight. What you really need to do is watch that film. Um, I don't think I should watch that sort of film as a Christian. What's the problem? Every other Christian does. <laughs> and how will a little film hurt you? God doesn't find you watching. You need to rest. It says so in the Bible. Hmm. I don't suppose it would hurt me. Really. Just this once. I am so tired. Wait, what am I doing? I need to make my tea so that I'm ready for homebrew. I haven't time to listen to me. Now, what should I have for tea tonight? Better hurry up. Hello, anyone speaking? That was a very interesting piece of news that you told Susie about herself today. I'm sure the rest of your office would love to hear all about that. Why don't you ring Beryl if she knows? Anyone else in the office will know before you even get to work tomorrow. Go on. You've just time to ring her before you go to her group. But Susie said that was confidential. She trusted me to keep it to myself. I don't want to let her down. Oh, come on. Don't give me that. That's the most exciting bit of news you've ever heard in a long time. Imagine what fun you could have if you passed that on. But anyway, no one likes Susie. She's so stuck up that people will be delighted to hear that she's a really miserous. Oh, I'm not sure I should break confidence. Do you have such a short memory? Didn't she tell everyone last month about how you had run over the boss's cat? <laughs> Even though you had specifically told her that she was to keep this news confidential. Oh, that was so embarrassing. And yet it was pretty mean. I guess it would serve her right. But it's not right to talk about people behind their backs, is it? Where did you get that from? There is absolutely no harm with sharing a very interesting piece of news with a few of your closest and best of friends. You need to share this. You know you do. Mm, maybe I do, but I'm not sure I should. Imagine how popular you would be. Wouldn't that be great after being so unpopular last month? It would be great. Exactly. Come on, anyone. It's not like you are murdering someone or kidnapping someone. Just tell Beryl. One little phone call won't hurt anyone. And Beryl, at least, would love to hear how naughty Susie has been after she supported you so much last month. Yes, I'll give Beryl a ring. 
no, wait a moment. I think I ought to see what it says in my Bible. No, you don't want to be looking at that. Put it away quickly. Ring Beryl now. No, last week in home group we studied some verses from Ephesians. Ah, here we are, Ephesians 4, 29. Put it away. Don't be so boring. This stuff isn't relevant for us now in the 21st century. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may be, be of benefit to those who listen. That's the truth. Hang on, you were lying when you said it didn't matter what I said. God seems to think it does matter. Ah, put that Bible away, I cannot bear it! Ah! <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh, he seems to have hung up. <laughs> oh, look at the time, I haven't got time for tea now, I've got to get to home group. <laughs> A very big thank you to our actors this morning. Okay. Right, so how does temptation work in practice? It works a bit like fishing. Think about a moment. Think, sorry, I'm with the pictures. It works a bit like fishing. Think for a moment about a fisherman who wants to catch a fish. In order to attract the fish onto the end of his fishing hook, he has to hide the hook with tasty bait, something like a nice, fat, juicy maggot. A good fisherman will know exactly what kind of bait each fish likes, so he can successfully catch it. The devil is like the fisherman, and we are like the fish. The bait the devil uses is something that will tempt us to sin, and it will be different for each one of us. As we said earlier, the bait might look beautiful, it might look really good to us, but underneath that bait is a dangerous hook we don't see. Temptation begins with the devil dangling some bait in front of us. Remember in the, in the little um, phone conversation, it was like, don't you want to be popular? Don't you want to, to pay somebody back? It, it's touching the bits that the devil knows are going to affect us. And for Jesus, as we saw in the video, one of the baits the devil dangled in front of him was to use his power to turn stones into bread when he was starving hungry. In our drama, the bait for the character anyone was watching something inappropriate on the television. And when they, when they were tired or gossiping about a work colleague, once the devil has ensured that we have seen the bait, he then wants us to take it. In other words, to give in to the temptation. He encourages us to give in to the temptation by putting thoughts into our minds. Thoughts like, if you are the Son of God, there's nothing wrong with, 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 um, with it, so why don't you? You deserve it. These thoughts are lies because the devil is a liar and a deceiver. If we do nothing to get rid of these thoughts, then the desire to give in to temptation and do the wrong thing will grow in our hearts. We saw that happen in the drama when the character Anyone got to the point when she nearly rang her friend to share some gossip. 
we allow the desire to grow in our heart to do the wrong thing, eventually we will act on that thought in our mind and sin. Unfortunately, if we repeatedly give in to the temptation to a certain sin, we can end up hooked on it. And there's nothing that we can do to set ourselves free. The good news of the gospel is that when we fall into temptation and when we get hooked, Jesus is not only willing to come and set us free, but he also doesn't condemn us. Some of us here this morning will have given into temptation this week. You may be one of those people and sitting here now feeling a bit guilty for something that you've done or not done. Let's come to Jesus and ask him to set us free that we can walk closely with him again. Before we pray, let's just sit quietly for a few moments and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to us those things that we have, have thought about and have um, been tempted by and maybe even sinned as we give in to temptation. The list isn't too long. Let's come together to confess before our Lord. We say the prayer together. Lord, we confess that we have given in to temptation this week. We have believed the lies that the devil has put into our minds, and we have acted on those lies and sinned against you. Please forgive us our sins and set us free from the books. We now find ourselves caught on. Strengthen us to say no to temptation and yes to your holy ways. In Jesus' name, Amen. Father, we thank you that when we come before you with repentant hearts and confess our sin, your word tells us that you choose to not hold it against us and to remember it no more. We thank you that your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, was willing to take on our sin and bear the punishment in our place. Amen. So what do we do when the devil dangles his tempting baits in front of us? First picture, please. <clears throat> tempting baits of tasty-looking chocolate cakes, we've been told not to touch, five pound notes lying around, juicy gossip or something else. What do we do when having seen those tempting things, the thoughts in our minds tell us that we should reach out and take the bait? Let me give you seven ways to defeat temptation. Remember that Father God wants to give us something much better. Father God wants to satisfy our deepest needs, and he does that by giving us a relationship with himself. All these other tempting things that the devil parades in front of us will never truly satisfy, and will leave us feeling guilty and ashamed if we take them. Father God alone can truly fill our deepest longings. Second one, realize that you are weak. Why do you think I've shown a picture of a banana skin? 
Because they might slip up, yeah, that's right. We can easily slip on a banana skin. We can all easily forget that Father God has better for us, and we give in to temptation. We will especially give in when we're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Jesus was tempted when he was hungry and alone. Be careful not to look at other people and say, I'd never do that, as you might, given the wrong circumstances. Be careful not to put yourself into tempting situations, because you might give in and do wrong. Be aware of what your own weaknesses are. Third one is to pray and ask for help. Having realised that we are weak, we can ask God to help us when we're tempted. Each day, ask the Lord for his protection and his help to stay on his safe path. Fourth one is to read your Bible regularly. Spiritually, your mind is, is the place where the battle with temptation is won or lost. So fill your mind with Bible verses of Father God's goodness, and you'll be amazed how the Holy Spirit Will bring these verses to mind when you need them. Jesus dealt with the temptations that the devil threw at him in the desert by quoting Bible verses that spoke God's truth. Number five, when temptation comes, refocus your attention. Think about something else. Don't allow evil thoughts to stay in your mind. Turn your eyes back to the Lord and his goodness. Number six, share with other Christians. God's plan for our growth and freedom includes other Christians. Join a small group and be honest about your struggles. Let others pray for you. And number seven, look for the escape route. God has made us a promise that he will not allow us to be tempted beyond what we can bear, and he will also provide a way of escape for us to take. So when you're tempted, look for God's escape route. Seven ways then that we can defeat temptation. One, remember that Father God wants to give us something much better. Two, realize that you're weak. Three, pray and ask for help. Read your Bible regularly. Refocus on something else, share with other Christians, and lastly, look for that escape route. If we do those things, we will not be caught on the devil's hook, and we will stay on God's safe path. We just um, spend a few moments talking to each other, perhaps, about how we might ourselves um, learn to resist that temptation, what we might put in. Um, to help us to stay on the safe um, and good path, and then um, we'll pray together. Certainly it's not full confession time, just <laughs> think about the ways you can try and exploit everything. <laughs> 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 
things like the last lecture, and try to try rather than the first thing. Somehow you forget, I don't know exactly how to do it, just Okay, I'm going to stop you there. Sorry. Stop you there. It took a little while to warm up to that, I think. Yes. Um, perhaps we could now um, just bring some of the some of that to to God in prayer, in open prayer. Um, sharing our need to resist temptations and to live lives glorifying to God. So two or three of us could perhaps um, pray along those lines. Father God, help us to see that your way is all we need, that everything else is just extras that are not needed for a life loving you, worshipping you, and witnessing about you. Just pray that you would help direct our thoughts, help direct our actions and our prayers towards things that glorify you and that other unimportant things that we put front and centre in our life will just melt away and we will fix our eyes on Jesus. Lord, hopefully you do focus on your word. Thank you, Lord, that the word, your help is there, feel that we do have as I thought ability, so our code of conduct. Um, I'll go to thank you, Lord, for your word. If the word is ever present in our lives, Lord, then temptation really, really um falls into order. Thank you, Lord, that if all else fails, you do provide that for us. But if you draw on your knowledge, you restore Lord, and escape. Thank you. Yeah. Ephesians 6 11 says, Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. So let us pray um, this prayer together. Father God, I put on the belt of truth around my waist. Help me to listen to and act upon your truth alone. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. Thank you that because of the cross, I can be righteous in your sight. I put on the shoes of the gospel of peace. Lord, help me walk with you today and leave footprints of peace wherever I go. I stand behind the shield of faith, trusting in you to protect me. I place the helmet of salvation on my head. Jesus, you are my salvation. I take up the sword of the Spirit. Holy Spirit, help me hear your voice. Bring a scripture or instruction at my moment of need. Amen. Amen.